Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um... Some old arguments on The View that were bubbling up as a result of this book about the show, The View. We talked about Elizabeth Hasselbeck and uh, a meltdown and putting that in loose quotes that she had after kind of a run in on the air with uh, with Barbara Walters. And uh, today we're sharing a little uh, a different kind of story about a different kind of run in on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one oh seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So yeah, in our conversation yesterday, I was like, hey, turns out even today there was some kerfuffle going on between the current members of, uh, you know, The View. And one of the things we talked about yesterday was like this generation gap. And I really feel like there was a generational thing uh, between the spat uh, with Elizabeth Hasselbeck and Barbara Walters. Well, I think there's also something generational going on between Joy Behar and Meghan McCain. Now, that's not a surprise or revolutionary, but I did want to get back to the thing that actually happened yesterday. Have you listened to it? First of all, it's just, I think, kind of shocking. And I think there's a definite D-bag in this situation. We'll talk about it, but let's have a listen. Oh, and I should, like, can I just set this up really quickly? Sorry. I just want to give you context. This was a debate, and we don't... Um, I don't know where the audio starts, but we don't want to get into the actual debate that they were having because it's about some government policy. I think it was about... Yeah, we'll kind of start it right before they have their moment. But you'll hear uh, an argument between, or at least a healthy banter debate. and debate between Joy Behar and Megan McCain. Okay, so here's the <laughs> deal. Here's what's, here's what's not going to happen today. We're not going to do this. Everybody gets a conversation piece. Everybody gets to say their piece. And we don't need to comment if we don't like what we're hearing. Just let folks talk. So finish what you're saying. I forgot what it was now. All right. All right. So you heard all sorts of stuff there. Um, Mostly you heard Joy Behar talking and then you heard Meghan McCain um, and what I what I hate is that uh, also too the fact that you can't smell TV and radio, mm-hmm. you can't see on the radio um, Joy Behar's reaction to Meghan McCain's hair flip slash uh, assy comment mm-hmm. because her look would kill you. Uh, oh, yes, I mean she barely even moves her face, and she says a million things in one. Look, and I just, you know, I think part of it is like, it's a lot more. I think Megan was really in the wrong. That just seems rude to say, like, like, I can't think of an acceptable reason to ever be like, you are paid to listen to me. Like, if I said that to you, I am pretty sure something would fly across uh, the mm-hmm. room, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wouldn't be chocolates. 
<laughs> um, so that's just like straight up rude. But I love the way that Joy's just like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to continue to look at you. And, you know, Megan just sort of, you know, acts like. Like she got to I say her thing. I have opinions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it. there's something seriously uncomfortable. And this is one of the reasons why I am not. I I struggle with this book that is being written about the view for this reason because there is this this notion that women just don't get along well mm-hmm. and that women of different generations don't certainly don't get along well right because we come at things from sort of a different you know we're we're shaped by Everybody a different has their time. own perspective yeah. yeah and um and and there's I there I wish that this show I think that the vision of this show was always meant to be a, a place where there would be healthy conversations. And more and more, I, you see more of those things happen where two of the women will have a moment like that. Uh, uh, yeah, that absolutely. is super uncomfortable to watch. I think the generational thing is like joy comes from and I, I'm totally paraphrasing and I want to get to your point. But I, I did want to say I just think that the generational thing is really just. You know, Joy is not going to like read Megan's beads to her face the way that, you know, somebody like Megan just did to her, Mm -hmm. which was to say, you're paid to listen to my opinions. Like, excuse me, like in Megan's generate. Well, and it's not even Megan's generation, but I think that part of it is like there is in our culture now. So with the passage of time, Mm -hmm. there is in this culture now we reward people for doing things like that, right? For saying uncomfortable things, for being uh, controversial, for being um, highly opinionated. And you know what I mean? It's like an exaggeration that you and I, in fact, come from a generation and people behind us certainly do as well, even more so where you didn't lead with the first thing that comes to your mind out of your mouth. And that you, that, and what Joy did, which was sort of like speak with nuance. Like she, she didn't have to say the words. She was wearing the words. Yeah, it was like you could feel, and everybody, if you just look at sort of the reactions, everybody's like, ooh. Yeah. That, Megan, is, it's a good thing she didn't come across that table at Megan because I would have. You know, like that's where I think, now to your point, uh, when we're talking about the book that was written that everybody's been talking about that sort of, you know, it's called Punch. Punch. Uh, what is it called? Ladies Who Punch. Ladies, Ladies who, punch. who Punch, yeah. I I just think, under, like like watching The View understanding the view and hearing what's going on behind the scenes of the view. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I love that because it is such a unique thing. You don't see a bunch of women. You don't see women put in positions like this on a regular basis. And so for that reason, from like a weird ethnographic, you know, um, standpoint, I just like as as a person watching the animals at the zoo, Mm -hmm. I find that to be interesting, how these women get along, Mm -hmm. how they deal with themselves in public, how they deal with themselves in private. All of that stuff is fascinating to me. Characterizing it as like bitchy, catty, women can't get along. Everybody's fighting behind the scenes. That to me is like sort of the tabloid. That's the salacious like sales pitch. Ladies who punch. Yeah. But what I found really interesting and I do just really quickly want to juxtapose these things before we go to break is um, the difference between the clip we heard yesterday of uh, a moment where Elizabeth Hasselbeck got really animated about something and uh, Barbara Walters as the moderator handled it. 
one way and the way that Whoopi Goldberg handled it as the moderator. And do we have the clip from yesterday that we can quickly um, play? And I just want to play them quickly back to back. Here's how Barbara handled it yesterday. The clip from a few years ago of Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Then listen again to a little bit of the clip that we just played and hear how Whoopi Goldberg as the moderator handled what was going on between Megan McCain and Joy Behar. I'm talking about guests who do not want to send an aid at all. I listen to you. Let me just finish. (laughs) Yeah, part of your job is to listen to me. And I just, like, that... That was much more uh, of an adult way of handling it. It was, because when you go back and listen to that old old piece with Elizabeth Hasselbeck and Barbara Walters, and then that's the one that the media was reporting, then Elizabeth Hasselbeck had a meltdown. Well, she was kind of shamed and admonished on national television um, by, uh, you know, an icon... Barbara Walters, and she probably was really embarrassed, and she was belittled, and she felt awful. Meanwhile, what Whoopi Goldberg just did was she, you couldn't tell right away who she was addressing. Yeah, she gave in that. them both the timeout. Exactly, and you know what? Frankly, I mean, I think sometimes in these days when we're all arguing about something, we're all arguing in different ways. We all do need a little bit of a timeout. Right? Which is what we have to do right now. Funny how that works. All right, when we come back, you guys, we have a dairy emergency that we need to address. It has to do with the state fair, but we're already thinking about it. A dairy emergency, and we need your help after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. We have a dairy emergency. Calling all dairy fans. We have an emergency on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, excuse me. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. No, this is a big deal. No, we you need guys. your help. We need your help. White alert. White alert. That's the color of dairy. That's yes. why I said white alert. Like ice cream. So you know uh, the Midwest dairy uh, folks are responsible every year in that dairy building. All oh, that beautiful, beautiful just delicious dairy building at the oh, Minnesota State all the Fair. Guernseys and Jerseys and, and Holsteins. Holsteins. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. That's neither here nor there. But at the dairy barn every year, they mm-hmm. got this uh their favorite uh Sunday of the year, they call it. I don't know, flavor of the fair. Yeah. 2019's flavor of uh of the fair is up for debate. Okay. And we need to vote because there are three options and they do this every year. And I know we've talked about this in years past. So Princess K, the Milky Way posted this thing and we'll put up a link on our website, uh, put it on social media as well. You can vote for your favorite flavor of the fair. Okay. And you can have a Sunday with this. You can have like a malt or a shake with this. Um, there are three flavors this year. Now the flavor that are currently in the lead mm-hmm. are trash. Mm-hmm. And so we need to do no everything No offense in our to power. those flavors, but they're just not, they don't have the razzle-dazzle of the one that is currently bringing up the rear. And it, it needs... Emphasis on the rear. It really needs to shine. Yeah, we want it to shine out the rear. Here's the deal. Thank you. Stop it. This is not... We're serious right now. We're being very serious. There are three flavors, and I want to walk you through each one, and then I'll tell you which one's in the lead, which one you need to vote for. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is really a self-serving experience. No, it's going to serve everybody. Self-serving into my mouth. Yeah, exactly. It's going to serve everybody. Three options. Time there. There is the following: mint, a soda, nice. Mint, cute name. It's a cute name. Cute name. I will give them that. Just like true Minnesotans. The flavors in this option mingle nicely together. 
chocolate mint cookies, mint syrup, and chocolate drizzle over I mean, a smooth bed of vanilla ice cream or malt. Like it's a, it's fine. It's not like terrible. It's fine. It's a cute name. Wow. Mint and you can soda nice. Okay, here's right. the next one. Well, yeah, you should call it. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It sounds interesting. Oh, that's okay. All right. Sure, I'll have that. Okay. Then there's something called late summer dream. Now, I'm just going to be real upfront. This is garbage. And if anybody out there wants this, I pray for you at night. Late summer dream. You don't have to just dream about this flavor combo. The folks at Midwest Dairy have made it a reality. The rich vanilla ice cream or malt topped with zesty orange marmalade. Nope. And crunchy vanilla wafers. No, thank you. We'll have you thinking of warm, sunny days long after the summer sun has set. I feel no. personally victimized that by that garbage. flavor yeah. combo. They just dump yeah. some j- jelly on your, <laughs> on your shake. No, that, d- no. no. And the orange marmalade has no orange business. Orange marmalade? Anywhere what are you, 80? near my ice cream. Like, oh, look, there's some uh, sugar syrup with some <laughs> orange rinds in it. Uh, mm, that sounds amazing. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to empty the marmalade. Marmalade packets Richard, that are <laughs> Richard, bring the marmalade. We got yeah. some new ice cream. And give me some of those stale Nilla wafers nobody <laughs> wants to eat but you do because it's the only thing That's in the why. cupboard. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They have a, a surplus of those things. They need okay, to get rid of so them. So those are the first you two options. Move those, the marmalade Nillas. If you just joined us, cast your vote for the 2019 Flavor of the Year at the Minnesota Dairy Barn. It's where we get our shakes, malts, and uh, creamy dairy surprises during the state fair. So far, I've given you Minta Soda Nice. Cute name. Late Summer Dream. It's more like Late Summer Nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, okay, here's, this is the, one. Here's this the is only the one, one you, you can vote for. This is the one. Birthday Batter Blast. Oh my gosh, I yeah. already yeah. love it. I love it. Right? I love it's just, it. It's very active, right? Yes, it's just, yes, blast. it's a blast. Like, I feel like, I feel <laughs> movement. You, okay. <laughs> this flavor combines the great Minnesota get-together with birthdays. Yes! Two things we look forward to all year round. Yes. Celebrate with creamy vanilla ice cream or malt topped with birthday cake bites and rainbow sprinkles. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me just try this out. Let me try this out. Ready? Hey, kids. Mm. Uh, you want some marmalade and nilla wafers? <laughs> what kid wants marmalade? Okay. How about we try this? Hey, kids. You want some birthday cake chunks and sprinkles? Yeah. Thank you. That's the one that should be also, winning. Here's what should make you feel sad about the universe that we live in. Hmm. Uh, currently on their website, and again, I will uh, post this because you need to vote for birthday batter blast. Um, Minta Soda Nice is leading barely wrong against Late Summer Dream. So there is a very and birthday batter blast is literally in last place. At 29.88%. This is unacceptable. Who in their right mind? You guys, there is a chance that there will be an orange marmalade malt no. at the Minnesota no. State Fair. That's nasty. If that happens... Save us! That can't happen. Okay, I'm going to post this. I have more faith in 2019 You guys go vote that. immediately. Everybody Birthday vote. Birthday batter blast. We need to move that thing to the top. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. We're just really not sure, so we're not going to talk about it right now. But it is 55 and mostly oh, cloudy God. at the My Talk Studios. 55. Is it cloudy outside? 
I can't say for that. now, yes. but you know, yesterday 55. was gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait for those days to come back. The beauty days. Yeah, the beautiest days. Uh, well, right now we're having the dumb people doing dumb things days on the Colleen and Bradley Show. <laughs> My Talk 107.1. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, because we have for you your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does, what? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people do dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. I'm sorry, in the state of? Florida. 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 Nice, you guys. Really, really good. Uh, I'm going to reverse my curse. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you don't mind. You do you. <laughs> Can we go to Florida? Let's do it. And I want you to meet my friend. His name is Mustafa. Okay. Mustafa Demi Ray. Mm-hmm. And until yesterday, Mr. Mustafa was employed at... Actually, it's Mr. Demi Ray because his first name is Mustafa. Mm-hmm. He was employed... At the 7-Eleven mm. in Bradenton, Florida. Okay. Oh, God. 7-Eleven. Love 7-Eleven. Oh, I don't thank know why we can't have 7-Elevens. We used to have them. Well. We can't have nice things. I also wish we had a white hen pantry, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thrifty white drug. Uh, late Saturday evening, two weeks into his job at the convenience store. Mm-hmm. He was uh, at the 7-Eleven along with a female fellow employee with whom he'd not previously worked. And that's when it all went wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the woman kept saying to him, Mr. Demi Ray, that she was bored. Oh, well, don't, that's the first mistake. Yeah. And uh, at one point... You she, know what I always say? Only boring people get bored. That's true. That's, that's what that's I say to my true. kids when they say, I'm bored. I say only well, boring you know people I get say, bored. Because I learned this at the age of 14. Hmm. If if you got time to lean. You got time to clean. time to clean. Exactly. There's something to clean. Uh, so the woman sat down on a chair in a small office or storage room behind the cash register. That's when things went weird. Okay. So remember, Mr. Demi Ray's in the 7-Eleven with the lady worker. Uh, they're working together. Hanging out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday. Late Saturday. Okay. According to the affidavit. The woman was bored, and Mr. Demi Ray wanted to cure her of her boredom. Okay. So he did what any self respecting 7 Eleven employee would do in that situation Uh, gave her his wallet to organize. (laughs) If by wallet you mean uh, junk, yes. (gasps) He made her organize his junk? Basically, he told investigators that, quote, since the woman was bored, he pulled out his thing and asked the victim if she wanted. (laughs) No, let's just say she wanted to make it uh, do things. okay, Uh, As a way for them to pass the time. Also, they say pass the time on the lobster shift. What does that mean? Um, Did I say something bad? I don't know. What does that mean? The lobster shift? Hey, you want to? Is that a thing overnight? You call, the, hey, you want to work the lobster shift? I mean, with it me? sort of sounds like a pickup line gone wrong. <laughs> I know. Anyway, the, the here fe- is the lobster shift. It's actually a real thing. Okay, thanks. 
It's a work ship shift, excuse me, that covers the late evening and early morning hours. Oh, okay. Why is that not overnight? I don't understand. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so when the female worker declined to make his thing do some things, he pulled up his pants and apparently he said, look, this lady gave me a look while she was on her phone. So I think what he's Um, saying is she made him do it. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because she gave him a look. You'll be happy to know he was booked. And uh, And he no longer works at that 7-Eleven? Correct. Correct. And he doesn't work the lobster shift, that's for sure. Yeah. That's so weird. That's a a weird I've learned something this time, though. Lobster Lobster shift. shift. I never have worked a lobster shift. Neither have I. I mean, I have it. The red lobster. (laughs) Hey, if you're Jason Matheson. Uh, no, I didn't work. I mean, I was like literally working on a lobster oh, at, at the Red, red Lobster. lobster. <laughs> All right. Lobster. You know, I was just working the lobster shift down at Red Lobster, shoving lobster in my pie hole. Not on those claws. The best. Yeah, give me some scampi. Mm. All right. Uh, what is scampi? Okay. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so many questions today. Let's stay in Florida. <clears throat> Let's talk about 34-year-old Casey Lewis, who uh, was bonded out of jail in Fort Pierce, Florida, last Thursday uh, after he was busted shoplifting at a local Walmart. Um, And uh, that's, you know, that happens, right? Somebody shoplifts, they get arrested, somebody lets them out on bond, yada, yada, yada. They go home, uh, and uh, that's the end of the story. But not for Mr. Lewis. Uh, he was arrested again 15 minutes later. Why, you ask? Why was he arrested 15 minutes later? Because he got as far as the parking lot before he decided he needed to scratch that, uh, you know, itch to steal something. Oh, God, and I thought we broke, were back in a no, 7-Eleven on the lobster shift. No, we weren't. He broke into a car in the jail's parking lot. He got as far as the parking lot before he... Of the jail? Of the jail before he broke into... He was walking around pulling on door handles looking for cars that were unlocked. And then he finally found one. He stole $547 in cash from a woman's car along with her iPhone, her debit cards, her license, and four packs of cigarettes. Which begs the question, why are you leaving all that stuff in your car? And don't even get me started. This is my PSA. Don't even get me started. Ladies... Do not leave your purse in the car. Stop Especially doing that. Especially in plain sight. Ever. Yeah. No, at all. No, do not bring it with you. If it is valuable, bring it with you. Do not leave it in your car. Sorry. I just turned into my mother there for a second. Um, anyway, the cops happened to see him doing this in the parking lot, you know, because they work in the building that he just left. Uh, and they brought him back inside and they booked him for burglary, grand theft, and possession of stolen property. Good Lord. <clears throat> yep. And uh, that's a smart guy. That's the end of that story. Dedicated. Yeah. I mean, there you go. What do you got? You got anything else? Yeah. Where were you just Florida. now? Oh, well, we're going to go up north to Detroit. Okay. Or Detroit, as the French would say. Yes, Detroit. And uh, I need to tell you about a police officer in Detroit who was attending a Michigan State police class, you know, training class. They do these things, you know, you keep the kids up to date on all the info, what's going on with all them police mm-hmm. stuff things. Yeah. Like they do like the rundown on all the slang yeah, like, terms for all the drugs and stuff. Yeah, like 
you know, yeah. kids today, what are they huffing and smoking and shooting yeah. and snorting? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this particular training was all about the influence of alcohol. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Michigan State Police training. And they were talking to people, you know, alcohol is bad and um, some stuff and don't do alcohol and you can arrest people when they drink, basically. Okay. Only there was a slight problem with Mr. Officer who uh, was telling people not to drink and drive and do all that stuff. Oh, had he pre-partied? Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that uh, State Police Lieutenant Mike Shaw... Or actually, that's not the officer. So now I've just uh, libeled or slandered somebody. Uh, he was the one talking. But the particular Detroit police officer that was there to do this training showed up with a .08. No. Yeah. In his system. His blood alcohol content was above the legal limit. Okay. For an alcohol training. Maybe let's just be honest. He was maybe he was doing like a show and tell experience. Like here's yeah. the body, here's your brain on drugs, like with the egg, but yeah. it wasn't an egg. He just used himself. Probably not. Anyway, he was arrested. He wasn't actually arrested. What did, what happened to him? They had to because you know. <laughs> Wait, was that the end of the sentence? <laughs> I was going to make a joke, and I realized, don't be rude. Because you know. That's it. That's all. Well, they did an internal investigation. Oh, okay. Sure, got it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So, matters are being dealt with internally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, you know, that I don't know what to do with that, so I'm going to walk over here. (laughs) They did do an internal investigation, but they won't tell you what they actually found. Okay. Well, fine. Just don't do that. You know, just generally speaking. That is hilarious to me, though. Like, you think to yourself, I got to go to this training. Uh, And presumably, that's from the night before, right? Or you've got a serious problem. What time was the training? Uh, It was, you know, like 845. We had some donuts (laughs) beforehand. It was in that conference room, the one that you can divide into two. But they just opened up the, you know, (laughs) that one. (laughs) Okay. They had a continental breakfast there, didn't they? Indeed, yeah. Mm. Donuts and melon, but the melon is never quite ripe enough. The thing, I'm sorry to go on this small tangent, but I just did the exact thing that my kids did the entire vacation that would drive me crazy, where we would be going somewhere where none of us had been ever. And they would be like, What's what's the what's it going to be like in there? And I'd be like, I don't know. You're like, I didn't go. Never. I know. You're like, What time was the thing? I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Do I look like a like a meeting planner? Do I look like I got Hojo written across my forehead? Well, they wouldn't even know what Hojo was. Yes. Oh, the Hojo. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the throwback live. We do it every day at 245 on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood 
one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.